Say What? Say What Radio Show. With no agenda. It's always a surprise. But if we're not having fun, we're doing something wrong. And welcome to the Say What Show. It is April 8th, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Dolly Howard, Walt Silva, and Jan Shaw, who, if you were lucky, you just listened to her show before this. Um, welcome there, uh, Dolly. Let's start with Dolly. Hi, Dolly. Are you there? Are you muted? Oh, I couldn't get my cursor onto the unmute button. Jeez. Glad How many y'all? I'm glad I'm not the only one having gr- cursor problems. <laughs> it made me want to curse. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're sounding good. Yeah, you having a good day? Yes, I I got really sleepy um, just before Jan's show and uh, my new newly adopted son Jake came over, and so during Jan's show, I went out and talked to him briefly. He will be coming to listen to us, so I'm going to say howdy, Jake. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Hi, Jake. Yeah, okay. We love he's gonna, you. He's going to put a new bathroom in for us. Well, he's going to do the plumbing part of it and, and uh, tear out. I think he's doing tear out part too. Well, <laughs> maybe maybe you should have your badai put in now. My well, what? Your badai. Your badai. Bidet. Oh, those water squirter things! Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're they're gonna ban toilet paper and make everybody have one of those. No way! Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That's some some one of those uh, green green people have decided that. And uh, I was listening to the five, I guess, and they were like hysterical about that. You take anything, but don't take my toilet paper type of thing, you know. And Finally, somebody said, what about the water? Aren't they supposed to be concerned about everything? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and, then they got, and, they, and then they got talking into how do you dry yourself. Oh, my God. I couldn't even follow the conversation because they were all kind of screaming. Oh, no. What are you talking about? You need a What? And that, and that was the end of civilization. <laughs> <laughs> how do you dry yourself? Uh, use toilet paper. Toilet paper. <laughs> well, then what's the symptom of bidet? Use you, use, you use you, far less toilet paper. Instead of using a ton of it, you just use one bit, a little bit. That's it. No, 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 no. You can't use toilet papers. You have to use towels. Says who? Says these people. Well, if oh. you use toilet paper, it's going to get all wet. and <laughs> Can you imagine the mess? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then when you've used towels, you've got to use all that power to put them in the laundry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I wonder if they'll, maybe, maybe they won't ban the toilet paper. I mean, the paper towels. And, and but then oh, I was going to say, <laughs> do you have to share the, t- I'm not sharing a towel somebody else's wiped their butt on that's why the that's why the five was going bananas what are you talking about i mean three of them had never even encountered a bidet the ones that had they thought it was a good idea not to get rid of the toilet paper but you know they love their bidets 
Oh my gosh. Guts didn't for one. <laughs> oh my gosh. Gutfeld wasn't there, and they all commented on the fact that Gutfeld wasn't there. Oh, that was the day he should have been. <laughs> <laughs> In, oh inside my joke. Gosh. Inside joke for Gutfeld fans. Uh, so, Walter, how are you doing tonight? Or, I guess it is night now. I never know when evening becomes evening and night and, you know, there's <laughs> afternoon. Too, there's too much light outside to call it night. Yeah, I guess that. Okay, so we'll call it evening. <laughs> well, Jan might be still in the afternoon. Yes, I am. It's only three o'clock. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I'm on Pacific time now because the sensible Arizonans don't change the clocks. So, <laughs> so oh, wait a minute, you guys. Amazing Citizen is saying the toilet can have an air dryer. Like in Japan. Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's what they do in Japan. So we're going to so use more, more or less. So then you end up with a blow job. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All of a sudden you're giving people reasons not to leave the bathroom ever. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, I have to say, um, the house I had in England when I had um, – acreage and my horses there that had a great bathroom it had a steam shower and a bidet and i never used the bidet once <laughs> in all the time i live i mean it was a, i lived in it for about four years but never used the damn thing once <laughs> but the steam shower was nice you know it's like a little steam room <laughs> i think i would try it out if i had one in my house but i don't know if i'd use it on a regular basis you probably find it wets everywhere but the bit you want to clean though if you've got to get it aimed yeah. right and it's not yeah. like you've got eyes in the bottom of your butt you know yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. well there'd be a lot of feeling around to line <laughs> things up <laughs> oh my gosh Oh. This fascinates me. <laughs> I must say the images it brings up. Yes. <laughs> your imagination. Well <laughs> it sure does. I gotta mute. <laughs> oh dear. And then the men had all sorts of problems trying to figure it out. Mm, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> hello everybody. <laughs> Hi, Happy, Happy Easter. <laughs> And Passover. It's also Passover. All right. Yeah, yeah. You mean they match this year? Apparently. Oh. I heard that on the television. Happy Easter, happy Passover. So I said, oh, must be Passover. Passover is what, like five days long? Yeah, it, it's some... The Jewish people know how to party. It's always many days. <laughs> yeah, it's always at least two. And my ex-boss in New York says, oh, they did that on purpose, so there's no fighting. One day you go to your wife's house with your parents, and then the, the, day, the other day you go to your parents. So that way there's no fighting. <laughs> I see. Well, I must, say, I must say, I was saying to uh, my friend Kenny, um, you know, it's so interesting because the, the USA has always kind of claimed to be a very christian churchy country and yet 
it doesn't do the religious holidays the way Europe does. I mean, in England, we would have a four-day weekend. It would be Good Friday through to Easter Monday. But here, you only have Easter Monday. And the same with Christmas. You don't well, the, have as long at all. Same, same thing with uh, Argentina. Be between the 24th and the first of the year, nobody works. Nobody. I mean, nobody mm. works. So it's it's a it's a straight holiday, and the same thing goes for the others. Like it's like that. It's always multi days. And for example, you know that by default, when you're working for a company, your first vacation is one. It was one week vacation, right? And the more years that you work at a position, they give you more time. So at the most you get is three weeks vacation. Really? No, mm -hmm. in England it's four weeks. Four well, weeks is the minimum. In Argentina, <laughs> the basic is one month, and the longer you live that you work in that job, the longest is you get three months off. That's the way oh, it wow. is. But that's crazy. I, I I never once I came to live in the U.S. and I, and I would think three months. How do they get anything? I mean, I never had a job in Argentina when I left Argentina. I had I'd finished my technical high school, so I never had a chance to work for a for a salary when I was in Argentina. So I didn't know the rules, but uh, yeah. Well, I know I, you know, I, with my second husband, there were several times when there was a possibility of us moving over here. And interestingly, ironically, he was all for it and I wasn't, no, no, no. Cause you know, my, my daughters were young at that point and I thought I'm gonna be over here. And, and I still, um, you know, they weren't tiny, so they were school age, but I always wanted to have a career um, when they were old enough, you know, to go to school and I could, um, you know, fit everything in. But I was saying, God, you only get two weeks holiday. <laughs> That's no good, you know, because as I say, in England, you know, the minimum is four weeks and then either through longevity with the company or depending on the seniority of the position you could go up to maybe six weeks I think that's probably about the maximum I know my last corporate job I had five weeks but I mean <laughs> it's like in the USA you know we've got to keep you working we've got to keep you knuckling down so you don't stop and wonder why the hell you're spending all your life just at work <laughs> Well, how old do you have to be to get on Social Security? Do you mean pensions? I guess. Yeah. Um, well, they put the age up now. When I, it used to be women could get the, the pension, uh, and this is obviously not a private pension, the, the, you know, UK pension, the UK government pension. That's women, it was 60 and men, it was 65. And then they just kept increasing the age and increasing the age. So now I, th I think they may have more or less evened it up between men and women. So it's now 66 to get it. Well, the French are all crazy because they're, they're raising their Social Security from 60 to 64 or something like that. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm going like, wow. You guys were getting your Social Security at sixty, you know, and the, I mean. So maybe it'll maybe it'll be a Fed that uh, 
they'll get to a point where the people that uh, sell uh, coffins will sell a new model of coffin that has a, a mailbox. So when you die, you get your pension, and then they'll they deliver the mail to your coffin in the cemetery. <laughs> very simple, very elegant. Well, you can't take it with you, though, can you? But, I mean, the French are protesting about a lot more than that. I mean, the whole thing is like the, the second French Revolution because they're after Macron. They want him guillotined. You know, I was um, saying that was part of the Ben Fulford report that there's much more to this than... Because, than, I mean, let's face it, Macron was was installed just like Biden was installed, just like Trudeau was reinstalled, just like Newsom got away with now being recalled. It's all a flipping scam. Well, no. Did you see that, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, that video that somebody posted on Facebook? So somebody took the time to record a clip from the TV screen. And, and the TV screen there it's like uh you don't you don't see the vo you don't see the face of the one or the guy who's doing the newscast but you see it's like a scene of people walking on the street and they're talking about this issue of trump being about to be arrested and all of that and the and the 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 newscaster is saying because former president donald trump and our president and, and actually our our present president donald trump is like what Donald Trump is the present president? <laughs> did you see that one? <laughs> yeah, I think I did, because um, some some several people had posted it, yeah, and it's like Freudian slip. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all know it. <laughs> Talking about Newsom, uh, you know he's been replaced. Um, if you really look at it, he, he's nothing like he used to look. But anyway... He was saying on TV, it was on TV, I think the five even talked about it. He says, I'm crawling out of my skin for you. I believe he was saying that to DeSantis. And uh, I, he was crawling out of his skin for whomever. So he's a reptilian. And do you know who crawls out of their skins? Yep. Snakes. Yeah, reptilians. So he's admitting he's a freaking reptilian. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to throw that in there. I thought, oh my gosh. They they just they're so out in the open now they admit stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you for sharing that, Dolly. I hadn't seen that. <laughs> I was um, cracking up. Question here, um, Jan. What do you think about the Robert Kennedy thing? I we think th it's I think it's really interesting. I mean, I was saying on the show that, you know, I wonder if this isn't part of the plan because Robert Kennedy has always been close with um with Trump and in fact um well, we Very, might want. We might put Robert Kennedy, who is Robert Kennedy Jr. His dad was assassinated running for president, and his uncle was, of course, John Kennedy. And he has announced and signed all the paperwork to run for the presidential nomination for the Democratic Party. 
that's what we're talking about. I'm sorry. I just wanted to inform Yeah, yeah. You. Yeah. Good. Yeah, of course, I'm assuming everybody knows that, but that's never assume anything. So, you know, they've been very much um, quite close and Trump is not a vaccine person at all. And from what I can remember, um, Robert, he was going to get Robert Kennedy to investigate into vaccines and everything else. And for some reason, and I can't remember who it was, but somebody talked him out of it. Now, whether that's true or not, I don't know. And uh, whether he kind of agreed on the surface, I don't know. But my, what I got was, I wonder if this isn't a way of in effect controlling both sides of the aisle because even you know if if robert kennedy's there okay he, he may not become president but his his policy what he's talking about very much in alignment with draining the swamp so i think you know that that's interesting that he should uh, run as as president on the democrat side which of course he's always been um yeah i think this i this. think it i think yeah i think it is publicity for the overall facts of the matter mm. okay but it's also a strategic move like okay so if kennedy kennedy is now announced for president in the democratic party and who is who if biden didn't run who is going to be harris or maybe newsom or maybe what's his face the tra- uh, the transportation dude there i can't i don't like him so much i can't remember his name Who the judge yes that guy um yeah. so and, and you know let's face it i don't think that every democrat is one of these progressive crazy people you know we know no. that they've been mucking around with the with the votes and stuff but i and we we were discussing that about how many people are out there? See, the problem is these young kids have already been brainwashed. So if all those kids continue to vote for the progressives, but the a good portion of the party says, no, I want to go back to the old Democratic Party that, you know, the Kennedys represented, re- represent, they'd still be a huge drain on the Democrats. It, it would split the vote, put, you know, uh, in, the, in the primaries. Mm. That that's gonna really make it interesting. Yeah, and Conceiv- I think conceivably, right. conceivably, Biden couldn't get through the primaries. <laughs> well, <laughs> they'd have to have the double that can actually string several words together, as opposed to the one that can't even, you know, get the words out right. <laughs> I think he'll. I don't think he'll run. I think he'll be long gone. I mean, the latest polls, you know, only thirty-two percent want him to run again. So, and I'm sure that's an exaggeration as well. So, remember <laughs> when Ted Kennedy, who is John John Kennedy Senior's uh, brother, was debating on whether to run for president or not, and this was after. Uh, Jack and and Bobby were killed. He had, I don't know if it was one or several, death threats set against him. If he ran for president and got it, he would be assassinated right away. 
I remember that vividly. So it really surprised me when uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. said he's going to run. Does that mean that threat is gone for any of the Kennedys who run again? Well, I must say that crossed my mind when I saw it, you know, because he was saying his father, you know, his father was assassinated while he was running. Um, so the, the, last time, the last time I heard Robert Kennedy give a speech was in Berlin. There was a million people there. And the last thing he said is, I'm going to die with my boots on. And if I have to die on this hill, then fine. Was that the one in Germany when he was? Yeah, in Berlin. Yeah. Just mm -hmm. the last one, the last major one that I've heard that he's done. He might have done some smaller ones, but there's a million people. Mm. And he was saying what he said to, you know, because, of course, no normal, normal, the mass media wouldn't pick him up. He was on a number of different alternative kind of stations talking about it. And, uh, you know, the, the, the nomination and, well, you were reading it. You know, what has he said in the past? That was exactly what he was still saying in Berlin. And it was absolutely stunning. Was it Berlin or was it? No, I think it was Berlin. Might have been. Munich. Are you talking Robert Kennedy Jr.? Correct. <laughs> Correct. Oh. Yeah, it was during the COVID thing, wasn't it? Yeah, it's it was, not that, yeah. yeah, it's not that long ago. Last no. year, I think. That's year. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, so he he totally understands. But what are you going to do? Are you going to assassinate Kennedy and then you're going to assassinate Trump? Well, I think they've tried a few times, haven't they, with I, Trump? Yeah, I think they'd like to. <laughs> oh, my God, they're all nuts. Yeah. And, and this indictment, for those people that haven't heard about the indictment, Again, Jan, can you just for our audience here on Say What, tell them about the AI writing that legal indictment? Yeah. Um, that it's was actually, It's actually um, somebody who's got a website, and I'm not sure what a proper name, if I've had, I don't even know if it's a he or a she, torsays.com, I think it is, was saying that they'd, with... Um, for anybody that doesn't know, AI is going through the roof. ChatGPT um, kind of came out this year, and there's it's like an explosion of interest in it. And, I mean, I actually use it in my business for doing certain specific things. But basically, you can ask, you can put what they call prompts in, and ask it, and it, it's a very conversational interaction. You can ask it to, you know, create such and such. Okay, so what apparently has happened is <laughs> maybe Alvin Bragg has said, please create an a set of indictments against Donald Trump. <laughs> and what happens is, you know, these, these AI um, systems basically have kind of trawled the whole of the internet to gather all this information. And, and I mean, I don't know the technicality of it and I'm XIT, but basically it's like machine learning and it, it comes back in a very conversational way. So Tor, this person who's XCIA, I believe, 
She ran the indictment, which has 34 counts, which basically are repeating the same one count. She ran it through something called Chat GPT. Is it Chat? GPT Zero, something like that. And it's software that can detect when something is AI. And basically, it came back and said, yes, this document, which was the indictment of Trump, is actually AI. And um, wait a minute. I, so if the document is composed by an AI, not a person, then it invalidates the document at all. If, if, if a human being couldn't put together this indictment, then it's, it isn't valid. Well, this is what she was, she or he, Tor, was questioning. Is this actually legal if it's being created by <laughs> AI, you know? So it's another case. And the other thing that was reported by him or her was that there's another AI tool which will, oh, are we, I said Tor is a female, thank you. Um, this, there's another AI tool which they use to select the right jurors for a grand jury where you know they look at the criteria to select people who are most likely to support the prosecution's stance so it's like it's a bit like election interference it's it's like prosecutorial interference to you know preset the outcome by picking people who are going to just rubber stamp yes we want to indict him so very interesting it's, it's not valid because it, none of it is driven by a human intelligence it's all it's all made up it's it's it isn't real it's all made up stuff i mean absolutely if you, if absolutely you if you require machine intelligence to decide if this is valid or not, then it isn't valid. <laughs> it's all illegal from the start. I mean, it's illegal charges. There, nobody will touch it but that Brager by guy, and it's all illegal stuff. I think they're doing it just to show people uh, the bad side of life, people, beings. Whatever it is, AI stuff. You know, I've been saying for many years now, if they go AI, we are we're running right into the Terminator show. I'm well, sorry. Uh, at least yes. this thing motivated people to do the right thing because I saw uh, yesterday the video that was somebody posted. I don't. No, no, it was not on Facebook. It was on one of the other services and uh, it they were interviewing this woman who happens to be an ex-army nurse and she's now a, a, a regular nurse and her son is a New York police officer and the article they were, they were saying is that all these officers were getting uh, excuses from the doctor not to go on duty because they were they were refusing to uh, go and arrest Trump, something along those lines. So all these officers are were refusing to report to duty. So I, I thought, well, if this is 
this uh, so-called fake and uh, arrest indictment, whatever it is, is motivating people to do the right thing, then yeah, it's at least people are are being motivated to go do the right thing. And the right thing is don't touch this man or, or don't comply with this law that somebody said, oh, you have to arrest this man. So at least, I yeah. Do you see that one? You must have seen that uh, I, video. I didn't see the video, but I did see something earlier where the NYPD union or the organization was saying that they would they did not support the arrest of Trump. I mean, you know, going back to um, it was when was it? There was a picture of Trump with all these NYPD officers. I think it was um, an anniversary of 9-11 and maybe it was last year and he's got a photograph surrounded by all these NYPD police officers and they're basically saying we're not doing this we, we refuse to um, participate in this so and of course the only protesters were generally speaking impersonators of <laughs> Trump supporters, you know, because the Trump supporters aren't, f excuse my French, stupid. You know, they know it's a setup. I mean, the latest thing has come out about the January 6th thing, this, this Proud Boys trial. Now it's been shown or proven that there are about 40, um, oh, what's the word, CHS, confidential human sources, including the FBI, the Capitol Police, blah, 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 the whatever, who were involved in the January 6th event, who were the ones that were inciting the whole thing, trying to get people to go into the Capitol building and everything. I mean, this whole thing is just exposing the absolute um treason actually not just corruption treason that is being perpetrated here and um you know trump's kind of sitting there i saw a, a dan bongino clip no it wasn't it was cash patel and he was saying look we don't want this to end because we can get two years of discovery which basically blows the lid off all of this two-tier uh, justice system. And this, this is the point, and it's also setting precedents. You know, this is such a clever plan. Well, now, if Trump can get indicted by a district attorney, and bear in mind that the the, the the law that they're implying he validated is a federal law which the state has no jurisdiction over. But, well, if, if they can indict Trump for that, we can go after Obama, we can go after Clinton, we can go after the whole lot of them because you've now set the precedent. And this is what is happening time after time. Every time they go after Trump, it completely boomerangs on them. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Let me let me understand this, Jan. You're saying that because it's a, first off, he's a, he's a district attorney of a city, isn't he? Isn't yeah, he? Yeah, Manhattan, I think, isn't he? Yeah, you know. Um, so if 
if it's true that district attorneys can have that kind of power to just pull any kind of law from any place and, you know, go after somebody. So you're, what you're suggesting here is that uh, Miami, the, the district attorney of Miami could decide to go after Biden for colluding with the Chinese. Hmm. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Any, any city attorney, any state attorney, any county attorney, any attorney, district attorney can now file charges against somebody. Interesting. Mm, yeah. And you can have an AI write any law you want to <laughs> what you want to arrest them for. <laughs> and of course, the other things that we've seen are things like, you know, winning the case to get all of Trump's tax returns, not his, just his personal ones, but his business ones. So, hey, Nancy Pelosi, let's have a look at yours. And hey, Biden, Hunter and James and Joe, let's, let's just see all of yours. Thank you very much. You know, it, <laughs> they're blowing the lid off every you know, possibility in terms of, you know, applying the law that, that Are they going to arrest the dead ones too? Oh, why not? Oh, okay. <laughs> we can dig them up, can't we? <laughs> you can always put an impersonator or a clone or something. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's so, so interesting to watch. I mean, it is like, you know, everything is just blowing up in the faces. I mean, Trump's fundraised millions of, of dollars since his indictment. His ratings have gone up through the roof. People that were saying, well, I wasn't too sure about Trump, but now I'm going to support him, you know. It's, uh, <laughs> it's quite hilarious. That, that It was $25 million in a matter of days, not even mm. a week. Yeah. And the vast, the largest percentage were brand new donors had never given any money before. I forget, it was over 25%. Yes, yeah. New, new donors. So... You know, somebody somebody said that they didn't know if there was any people out there that had been undecided about Trump. You're either a Trump supporter or you're not. No, you're wrong. There's a lot of people out there that, like you're saying, were on the fence. But this has just thrown the, you know, again, because, well, and then the, the Friday, they did a, a super dump. In other words, Fridays are known for the government dumping information that they don't want you to question anybody. And so everybody's gone home on Friday for the weekend and they dump this information. And the first thing was um, the IRS. Wait a minute. Building. Before you go on, you dump what, where? News. A news blurb. Oh. In other words, the report that was, one of the reports that was dumped was the report regarding um, the IRS and what they were going to do with these billions and billions of dollars, 83 billion or some massive amount. Well, that's the number of people are hiring, 83,000, but a massive amount of money. And this was dumped and it was like, I think, you know, only a few dozen pages, you know, maybe three dozen pages. And the people that I saw report on it was like, wow, you know, this is such malarkey. And then there was the Afghanistan uh, report, what, what, what was right about Afghanistan, 
and everything that was wrong was uh, Trump's fault. <laughs> yeah, Biden I saw had, that. <laughs> Biden had nothing to do with it. And then there was a third one, but I'm not recalling what the third one was. But uh, yeah, so th- so they're everything that they're doing is just so underhanded and nasty. They they actually got that um, report on Afghanistan. What they say about ten minutes before they were going to be briefed on it, so none of the reporters that could even have time to look at it. And as this was happening, somebody's like waving to Biden. He's on his way out to uh, wherever he goes. Camp David. He was going. David. To, Camp David. Yeah, Camp David. You know, it was like even the Democrats were saying. Well, you know, the perception is not good on this. <laughs> you drop something like that and then you leave town. You you leave town as it's being dropped. You know? Okay. Cowards. That's all they are. Cowards. And liars. Well, there are a lot of things. They're terrible. The great people. deceivers. Off with their heads. Absolutely. Amen. <laughs> oh. Yeah. They are well, they're everything. They even murder people. That's that's what upsets me. Oh, absolutely. They're, they're allowed to get away with it. So why not? Huh? Yeah, the uh the Clinton death list, as it were. <laughs> did you did you hear Bill Clinton's um I guess you would call it confession? An apology? No. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was on some show and, you know, this man has got to be a clone, although I don't know where you'd get one that looks like this. I mean, well, he's a clone because the real he's the real one's dead. He got poisoned at Gitmo. But the um, what what he was saying was that he 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 was he wanted to apologize for starting the ukraine war because if he hadn't have talked the ukrainians into giving up their nuclear power there wouldn't have been a war and i'm very sorry about it but (laughs) it's all bullshit anyway i mean the ukraine is the most freaking corrupt country um you know, there are still people, you know, raving about Ukraine. And it's like, do you not realize what this is really about? It's it's about the the Russians, amongst others, and the BRICS nations all fighting globalism, for God's sake. You know, and Tucker did a great segment. I mean, I, I don't get cable TV, so I only see certain segments. He did a really good segment about the demise of the dollar as the reserve currency, you know, for global trading and how it's completely being dropped by all these countries, which, you know, he was kind of putting it out as this is the biggest disaster ever. But what we know is that this is great because this is the total collapse of the whole fiat currency that has been controlling the world, the central banks, the IRS, the IMF, the the BIS, the whole lot is coming crashing down. And yeah, it might be somewhat hairy 
to go through. But if we can get rid of these flipping parasite vultures that have been controlling the financial system for so long, it can only be good. Well, what? you know, Zelensky is really an actor. Oh, yeah. He, he's acted in films. Mm-hmm. If, and it, for those of you out there who are saying, oh, she's more full of crap, um, <laughs> look it up on the Internet. Oh, yes. Don't take yeah. my word for it. Look it up and, on the Internet. And, I mean, it's been shown um, multiple times that he's been doing a lot of his broadcasts in front of a green screen, so it's all a sh- it's all it's a bit like you know the the Truman Show. <laughs> it's all an illusion. Going back to the banks for a second, um, the the uh, other side of it, the other interpretation of it is, is that they're crashing the dollar so that they can replace the dollar with the the central bank digital currency. Or as and, Catherine Austin Fitz like to call it, the Big Brother currency, digital uh, currency. And I think they are, but I think they're failing. I don't think that will happen at all. Um, more and more people are wise to it for this from the start. And it's like it's like everything. You can either believe that this is being done for the good of the planet, or you can believe the the black hats are still in control and with the collective consciousness being as powerful as it is you know i believe that this is all controlled demolition of the whole shitty system that has been controlling this planet for millennia this whole evil satanic and it's in your face satanic system you used a word i had not heard before a phrase New World Federation. Uh, Walt, I want to tell you that she's now re- reading the re- uh, Fulford Report. Jan, for years we re- read the Fulford Report on cosmic reality, mm. and you know, yes, I it, know. Mm. you know, it got it got to the point where we weren't sure if he was telling the truth. You know, a lot of it wasn't, right, but um, I do enjoy listening to him because of that perspective, the worldwide perspective. Mm. Uh, I mean, uh, he he's acknowledging the that in France this isn't just a protest; this is a revolution. And um, um, was- you know what I tend the way I approach this. Oh, hang on a minute. Um, just talk for a minute. Uh, Kenny's outside on his motorbike; it's making a lot of noise. Hang on. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah the um, the Fulford report, Ben Fulford. Well, who was was he? Was he? He was uh, the Japanese editor for the Wall Street. No, for, no. For many years, he was the editor or for, for magazine Forbes magazine. Well, uh, then I don't know what year he moved to Japan. <clears throat> uh, I'm back now, by the way. So I don't know what. Like I said, I don't know what year he moved to Japan uh, because I, I know he his uh, father. Used to be the um, uh, ambassador of uh, Canada, uh, so I, I don't know what year he stopped being the editor of Forbes magazine, and he ended up in 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 Japan. But uh, I know I do remember that not too long ago, uh, Janine uh, run the cards. She did. She casted the tarot cards for him to you know to 
get it because she was getting the same impression that I got. I, I mean, when I did when I did the dowsing on it, on 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 that one report that we were looking at, I was asking, okay, what percentage? Because is, I said, is there everything in this report true? And I kept getting no. I said, okay. And then I started asking her percentage, and I got uh, 23%. 23% of the report was true. So that's when, I, that's when I said to Nancy, you know, I'm not going to pay money to read 23% of the truth of anything. So... Uh, and what was Janine's take? So Janine did, uh, did cast the tarot for it, and what she got on tarot is, like, he is sincere in in the sense that he sincerely believes what he's reporting and he sincerely believes in his source but he doesn't know that the source the source that whatever source he's choosing to trust they're not being a hundred percent truthful with him so he's well no i mean they won't i mean this is the thing you know my philosophy with everything is to always be discerning about what you what you decide to take in accepting as what feels like truth and and things that don't and i mean i've done this in every area you know i did it with my horse training you know i'll read read something on natural horsemanship i say well I well, like you're, this, you're, but you're I don't. You're trusting your inner authority. These people are entirely intellectuals. They're mental. They're not trusting yeah, their but... intuition because they, that to them that's like woo woo. It's like hocus pocus. You know, like oh, I'm not going to go near that. I'm not going to go near spirituality. I'm not going to go near you know metaphysical. No. They're, no, they're but you, are you talking about? Are you talking about? the Fulfords and the others. No, I'm talking about Fulford. We were talking about... Right, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, but that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that they're not doing that. We can do it. But you also have to recognise that they, they are being used as well to broadcast some disinformation to put the deep state people off the track because if they laid the whole flipping thing out you know it's not us just us listening it's them it's same with yeah i agree i agree with what you're saying because uh if if you think about this and and you think about all the things that he reports you ask yourself that then what about what about uh dave and dolly's posse I mean, there are seriously, you know, all kidding aside, there are many questions that they're unable to answer for obvious reasons. So well, if they, they can't answer, they, you know, yeah. why why is this guy guy reporting on this? So that you are absolutely right. It sounds like this information because there's a purpose behind it. Mm. And it's the same with Q. You know, Q would put stuff out. And the, the point is that some people just don't get the complexity of this you know they're they're quite naive when it comes to this and they think that everybody that puts out intel well you know it's got to be absolutely true spot on and everything and (laughs) you know the the audience you, you get a lot of guru worship you know 
oh yeah i'm hanging on his every word because he's saying this and he's saying the stuff i really want to hear and everything else and unfortunately there are a lot of very um gullible people out there and yeah, great people they're they're, you know. they're they're more focused on they're more focused on personalities mm -hmm. than the message then yes. you're supposed to ignore the personality and focus on the message then and feel if that feels right or wrong you know how does it feel for you forget the personality anybody can be a personality so but but there are people that don't is especially i we were talking about this with my mom the other day is that that was one of the things that used to drive me insane with the, the, the old supervisor in the corporation where I worked. The woman, instead of being focused on whether an employee was being effective, efficient, truthful, you know, an, an outright person doing the work. No, she was focused on personality worship. She didn't care if an employee was the worst employee that worked the earth, but she liked them or he, she liked her. Is that it was all it was all personality and I'm like this is bullshit you know <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> they'd have favorites and then they'd have the you know yeah. they they'd be picking on the ones they didn't like kind of thing yeah, yeah. Mm. but yes I mean I you know in there are certain cases I mean you know I watch the Q News Patriot stuff and I've reported on that and I, I like the way it's presented. He's not looking for guru status at all. You know, there are certain, there are, you can tell when there are people looking for guru status. Phil Godlewski, I watched him, what, twice, I think, and it was like, no way. I was just picking up these narcissistic vibes from him. And apparently, I mean, I saw some reports and I know, there are other people out to discredit people. But when you just pick up how you get this vibe from people and it's like, I don't like yeah. this, this and, and guy. There you, and you also have the, uh, what do you call it? The, the fence jumpers where you have characters that are doing something good, but then they go back to their old ways. Because I remember, uh, I think it was in our last show, Dolly was getting information from Dave and Dolly was asking information about a, one specific guy, and Dave answered that he had changed, but unfortunately he went back to being a black hat. So he mm. reverted back to who. He, so you, you have to, uh, you have to be on one hundred percent of the time. The that was the attorney brag. Dave. I I I asked, you know, is he a white hat? Because he was the things he was doing was so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that it was only promoting Trump. And, you know, I mean, everybody was talking about that on, on you know, the, the, it didn't matter, CNN, anybody. You know, that, good Lord, we're spending all this time on Trump again, and the election is two years out. But they're going to have this court case not even start until, was it January of next year? Yeah, they wanted to start it right at the start of the, pro, you know, the campaign season, the primaries and everything. Yeah. Tie him it's, up in a court case. It's not even going to hurt him. I mean, if it ever got <laughs> that far. But of course, it's also displaying, you know, the judges. The judges are being, uh, let's say, whose side are you on? Are you a good guy or a bad guy? 
Yeah, the, the judge in the case, he's actually been outed for making political contributions, which is against the rules for judges. You cannot show political affiliation. And he's he's donated to the Democrat Party. And I think his wife is some kind of a big time Democrat person. Mm, yeah. But well, regardless... That was a question. Could he possibly be a white app? Because it seems like it's playing right into Trump's hands. <laughs> yeah, but some of these people are so flipping stupid, you can believe it. <laughs> well, that's, that's what Dave said. He said, well, he was a black hat, then he became a white hat. But then, you know, they got to him again, and now he's basically a black hat again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. You have to be so on your toes 24-7. Do y'all believe that there will be another election? Do you believe it's going to go that far? I hope not. I, I hope not. I, 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 I run out of time. How many times can you make the dance around a nuclear exchange? The yeah. Taiwan thing is being really rattling the swords about Taiwan. You know, and I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe one of you guys knows more about it than I do. But um, I, my understanding is that Taiwan is another Ukraine pit sewer pit. I've heard that too. Yeah, trafficking. You know, human trafficking and all the rest of it. Yeah, I've read that. I don't know if that's true. I don't. I don't, I don't either. I and and you know, it's like you, you say, use your discernment. Well, it's sort of like. Well, yes and no. Well, um, I always say, if you don't know, don't judge. You know, I will just... I don't judge, yeah, I don't... Yeah, I, I, I'll just reserve judgment until I see more to support one one side or the other. It's like, no, I'm not coming to a conclusion about this because I don't know enough to be able to make that judgment. Yeah, you don't hear too much about the inner workings of it. I mean, they're like critical to the chip industry. But that's all I know. But the other thing is, you know, they're talking about um, China, you know, taking over Taiwan. And yet we have Putin, Xi Jinping. Um, oh, God, who's the Saudi prince that um, got rid of all the rest of the royal family? I've forgotten his name. Bin Salman. You've got these people and kind of being the lead in, in the BRICS thing and everything. And, you know, there's so much saying that the, this is a whole um, alliance that is anti-globalist, anti-deep state. So, you know, Xi apparently, and uh, this is from reports, I think even Ben Fulford was saying this, Xi Jinping is, um, you know, a white hat. He's on the side of the the good guys as Putin. I mean, it's as plain as fucking, excuse me, my French, but it's as plain as day that Putin is a good guy stopping the whole globalist agenda and going against this absolutely 
um, corrupt Ukraine, not only corrupt, but, you know, the sex trafficking, the child trafficking, the bio labs, I mean, the money laundering, the whole thing. So if she from China is a good guy, then, you know, I also heard that part of this taking back Taiwan is to clean it out like Putin is doing with Ukraine. Who's going to clean it out? The Chinese. Um, yeah. Not the CCP, the Chinese. And of course, Ben Fulford always talks about the Chinese elders being part of this whole revaluation and Nasara, Jasara, everything. So, you know, we can't get caught up with China is just the CCP. There are good guys there who are literally going against the CCP. I saw something where, I, I can't remember where it was. I've been listening to so many videos. Um, they said, they threw out this suggestion that Nasara Jasara was made up by the black hat to give us false hope into something that really doesn't exist, but it keeps our eyes on the Nasara Jasara hope and takes our eyes away from the other devastation they are really doing to us. Have any of you heard that? Oh, yes. And it's just the same argument that, oh, Q is a psyop and it's meant, you to, it's meant to make you sit back and think, you know, there's a saviour out there with a plan. So it's disinformation. It's a, that is the psyop, I believe. And I don't, you know, I don't know. You could look at Nasara Jasara and say, well, hang on a minute. You know, part of that is universal basic income. And how is in, that different fact, from, I, can I just finish? Oh, how, is that, how is that different from the Great Reset, which is also talking about universal basic income? But perhaps the difference is that the, the Great Reset is using that as a means of control, using this central bank digital currency. So if you don't do as you're told and you don't have enough social credits, they'll whip it away from you. Whereas Nasara Jasara is doing it from a very benevolent approach. So you could, it's like anything can be used for good and anything can be used for evil and it's how it's applied. So I go back to my original, you know, my earlier point, collective consciousness, I'm going to believe in the Nasara Jasara um, approach and I'm not going to give any energy to the Great Reset. <laughs> so, well, I remember uh, shortly after the thing with the towers happened, uh, among the many articles, I remember reading that one of the reasons, since there were more, was more than one reason, but one of the reasons why the towers were brought down is because shortly before they were about to uh, re, uh, announce the Nasara Jasara thing, and they blocked it because yes. all the all the attention was focused on the towers. Yeah, apparently. Was it Clinton that was due to sign it in? I mean, it's been blocked. 
and and definitely i can't remember the detail but definitely the 9-11 attack was part of that absolutely so and Jassara were a product of the cabal they wouldn't have blocked it because it would have been their own stuff right exactly good point there walter mm. yeah very interesting <laughs> okay, does anybody have anything more to say on that subject because we're at the top of the hour here? No, I don't think so. Not I. Okay, is there any specific song? Let me see. We got Rainbow, Disturbance, Let There Be Peace, uh, Elvis. Let's do Let Peace. There Be Peace. Okay, that's a good one. Here we go. <laughs> Thank you. 
And welcome back to the Say What Show. It's April 8th, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Dolly Howard, Walt Silva, and Jan Shaw. Are you guys back? Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> you enjoyed it? Yeah. Yeah. Every time and I hear an echo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let me talk again. No, it's gone, Nancy. It's gone. I don't know what's happening. The station has dropped off a few times, but not very long. Just enough to give me heart palpitations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the heck? Keeps you on your toes, though, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. Um, okay, so, um, okay, I mentioned that New World Federation earlier, but I want to pursue that a little bit because... We're talking about a federation of countries coming together. So, like, the, you got the New World Order, the oligarchy, the powers that be, control everything. But then you, this new thing I'm just talking about, New World Federation, where it would be set up like the United States is, where you've got, in this case, states that come together to make a, a, a national government to be able to govern or take care of those things that would apply to everybody is this and, the same as the BRICS BRICS countries remember well, I, that I think that's what it's being comprised of oh. I think part of it that that's the core of what's happening but then you get the Brazil now isn't Brazil under some kind of a weird dictator type of person oh yeah he was an, an installed one bolsonaro was defeated in the election and they did another install job of a flipping communist but you know perhaps the i mean bolsonaro ended up in florida if you remember after the election um because <clears throat> i think there were assassination threats against him so you know my interpretation of that is that he's working with trump and the white hats and he's in a similar position to trump in relation to biden and the people in brazil hate this uh this infiltrator that who is a felon i believe who came in and and took the presidency so, you know, I think we're seeing, I think we, we've got kind of two realities going on here, if that makes sense. You know, like China, you know, it seems like it's still under the control of the CCP, et cetera, et cetera. But Xi is working with Putin and, you know, Brazil was one of the early founders of the BRICS nations. So perhaps you've got Bolsonaro working with the White Hats to basically, I think there's a coordination exercise going on here where it's going to be a coordinated takedown of all these deep state leaders. I mean, and God, how many are, of them are there? As I was saying before, Trudeau, Macron, um, you know, the, there was the mention of this Von Leyen woman, I've forgotten her full name, um, but she was the head of the EU and she was the one that had made these fraudulent contracts with 
Pfizer and the pharmaceutical companies over the vaccines and wouldn't reveal the contracts. You know, it was totally redacted. So all these criminals... (laughs) They're kind of scurrying like rats to say, how the hell do we, you know, stop this takedown? I think this is going to be a global coordinated takedown. I really do. And the good people, even though on the surface it looks like they've been ousted, they're all working together a bit like the theory of, of Trump as the wartime president, you know, in exile. I went over this on the show months ago, but likened it to the Filipino, uh, the, the king or the president of the Philippines during World War II. So if that's a possibility, then I say this all the time. There's so much going on behind the scenes. Don't just take things at face value because you're not going to see the plan. You've got to kind of intuit it, if that makes sense. Got to tune in and say, hmm, what's going on in reality? So what do you think is going on in reality? <laughs> what's your take on it? It, 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 it? In one sentence. There is a plan to have a coordinated takedown of all the deep state leaders and those beneath them who are deep state. Well done. I'll applaud for that idea. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay, so what do you think about the off-worlders? I mean, we talk a lot about... and. We lose a little, some of the listeners, <laughs> because they don't, they don't like all this politics stuff. But I think it's important, and I especially think it's important because one of the main places that listen to us, I'm not going to say where, but let's say it's surprising. And so there's people around the world <clears throat> that basically get their information on current events from us. And that's because, and I just discovered this recently, and that's because we, <clears throat> excuse me, the station signs up with a podcast company. And that podcast company then is like a library where other podcast companies can reach in and pull a particular song, I'm song, a particular show. But in some of these, some parts of the world, they don't have Apple. They don't have Google. They don't have any of the big uh, Amazon. They don't have those podcast stations. And nor do they have anything except a local podcast, somebody that put to get, is pulling down podcasts. So Derek went through the process of actually, in some cases, paying for the service to be able to access other parts of the world that we were obviously not getting to. So that's one of the reasons that I think that it's important that we do shows that some people, not saying who left chat, they left chat because they, not my subject, um, because there's other people in the world that need to hear this information that they, they can't really get anyplace else. So I just wanted to point that out. But um, my question about the Chinese that does bother me is the fact that 
I guess it's the I guess it's the Communist Party that has instigated these policies. I mean, when we talk about social control, they've got it. They've got all your money. It's all digitalized, and you can't even access it unless they let you. You can't leave an area unless they let you. I mean, the control over the Chinese people is staggering. And yet, one day, and I've told this story before, but it's a unique story. Dolly and I were talking after a show, and we both started looking at the chat. Because there was somebody in chat identifying themselves as, yes, China. And so it turns out that this person, now could have, we could have been fooled, but it didn't feel that way. Um, this person had, I actually said, well, how long have you been following us? And she said, or he said, we never did get too much into this conversation, that they had been listening to us for the last two years and actually learned English listening to our show, <laughs> which wow. I, found, I found really interesting. Um and what this person said was that, I think I basically asked the question, Dolly, maybe you remember better, but I asked the basic question, is our view of what's happening in China accurate? And they said that, that, he, that we, I'm going to just tell you how I remember it. We, we the Chinese, do not look at governments like you look at governments there's good ones there's bad ones they come they go they don't really impact on us and so you might have in china all of this control but how much of it is really controlling the people i'm more concerned with the american people who are being controlled without all of the things that that the chinese have because their minds have been so corrupted by, you know, the what what they've been dishing to them. Whereas the Chinese, I remember the in the Russians cat in the Russian situation, a Russian one said to me, you know, you guys over in America, you believe what the mass media says. We don't. <laughs> I was just gonna say that. Can so I? China and Russia sound like Argentina. That's in Argentina. Let's say a new a new law comes out in the newspaper or the, the daily news, and they say, oh, new law has come out, blah, 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 whatever it does. You know what happens an hour later or one day later? Everybody knows how to circumvent that law. And not only that, it's, it's the employees, people that work in the government, they, they say, oh, there's a, new, there's a new tax. You now have to pay 50% extra. Well, if you don't want to, you can pay me $5 and we can get rid of this. So the government employees are part of the scam to circumvent the law. It's daily life. Nobody is worried about the law because nobody obeys the law. Here, they, 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 they treat the law like a sacrosanct. Oh, my God, you're going to get hit, you know, but... God is going to punish you if you don't obey the law. <laughs> well, I mean, the people, a lot of the people do, but the powers that be don't. I just yeah. wanted to say something about this because um, we are seeing a Western media propaganda view of what's happening in these countries because it's interesting um, 
my husband number th- ex-husband number three um he met a girl who uh, in a networking event or something who came from estonia and basically she was describing what life was like you know when it was still you know the ussr and everything and it was nothing like what had been portrayed by the western media that it was all breadlines and oh it's terrible and blah 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 and she was saying well you know we lived in what is just like suburbia and if if you think back as far as china is concerned look at what we saw on the media when covid was first introduced they were broadcasting stuff about people literally just falling down dead on the streets and it's like well that was a propaganda exercise to install this absolute fear in the minds of the people in the west so that they would submit to the removal of their freedoms the lockdowns the mandates everything so you know that makes you question what is actually true and in fact you know when my girls were at school we had uh, a chinese exchange student stay with us and you know didn't i mean she didn't speak english bless her she had to use a translator but there was nothing really about the kind of regime that you're told is absolutely dominant in china so yeah there probably is you know um human rights violations just as there are in other places um but uh, and i'm not saying you know everything is lily white and they're all um you know goodness and light and everything but we just have to question everything that's put to us by the mainstream media look at the technology now with the deep fakes and the green screens and the cgi and everything else you have to absolutely question everything and not take things at face value so that's my um yeah i i was helping a friend of mine um <laughs> we were uh disconnected there for a second and we're not getting connected not connected quite right. a bit of feedback actually oh that's better okay I don't I don't know what's happened. And it's not it's not my system because when we had Walt running it through fiber optics we were getting the same thing. I mean not that it couldn't be partially my system but it's my system's been up and running and not giving me any trouble so I don't know. It's just what it is. Um I have a friend of mine who is Russian and she wanted to write a book about her her life because it's you know just very interesting life. And it was so interesting to see her trying to remember what she did as a kid because there wasn't any hardships. There wasn't any, everybody, everybody was getting along. Everything was happening. 
And it's like you say, it was totally a different presentation that we were being made about the Russian people not liking the Soviet government and, you know, all this hardship and, you know, none of that was happening. And yet she left Russia, you know, and went to Israel and then came from Israel to America. So, yeah, we don't, if, if, if okay, if only 40%, and this seems to be the, the actual figure, if only 40% of the people in America got that vaccination, that means 60% said, no, not going to do it. Now, if those 60% are basically saying, I'm a rational person and I don't think this makes much sense, and they're taking that rationality into other areas of the reality, and if we just say, well, maybe that's the, that's the case worldwide, 60% of the people are out there saying, no, 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 we have no contract with this, with this at all, then that that we don't have any contract with it anymore. And it's true in China. I mean, didn't they just have some kind of a, they wanted to lock them down again and they went to the streets and say, don't do it, and they didn't? Yeah, I think they did. I think they protested, yeah. I mean, big time. Mm. Big time. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think there's probably more of us worldwide. I don't, you know, I don't know why it isn't, <laughs> to be honest. Why wouldn't it be? <laughs> it's very obvious. Well, that's why you see that the media is garners the most money. All the all the money gets focused on media because you you control the media, you control the perception of the reality. That's why they that's that's where they put their bucks. Whoever <laughs> controls their narrative controls reality, and that's why they're they're invested on it. And they and they're not they they don't control it anymore. The newspapers are losing all of their subscriptions. CNN is down to like thousands of people instead of hundreds of thousands of people. Uh, the Fox Network, which is Christian and obviously Christian, and yet obviously Jewish, obviously they bring in all. I mean, they, they're just an open group of people, the vast majority of which are Christian and are not afraid to talk about their beliefs. So you have that that particular channel is going like. Is if you added up all the others, they wouldn't even come close to Fox. And a lot and of you got the, the independent re, uh, news and the independent reporters. There's more. Yeah, we've got a whole other group of people that grew up while they were, you know, mucking around in the mainstream media. I mean, we've been here since 20. Well, this this show is 2014. Since you know that we started all of this. Um, and, and I was on, and actually Walt was on uh, another radio station for two years, at least before that, oh, more than that. So, you know, it, it's, uh, I believe that the vast majority of human beings are like us. And I think it's very telling when you have the, nobody, I, I don't think there was anybody outside protesting for Trump. Well, no. Uh, the congresswoman, uh, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yes, she was there, but they basically had whistles. Somebody put out where she was going to be in New York, and 
take the whistles and have everybody drown her out, you know, so she couldn't speak. Um, she was there. There were a few Trumpers there. But everybody else in the street was obviously anti-Trump. And why? Why is it that, you know, he Trump goes to a, a, a rally and he's got, you know. <laughs> well, that was because, you know, you're in a very Democrat area and. Uh, I know Trump was saying, oh, protest, protest, protest. But as I was saying earlier, you know, Trump supporters are no fool. They've seen the setup with January 6th. They knew it was going to be a setup in Manhattan. So they didn't show up. But that doesn't mean to say they don't support him. They are just selective about where they show up and do what they well, need that, to do. That, that could have been employed by Trump. Because they went and put all this amazing police force out there. It spent mm. hundreds of thousands of dollars with the police that there wasn't any Trumpers there. I know. <laughs> and the others were peacefully protesting with whistles and, you know, tomahawks. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, this, um, oh, what's it called? The, the, oh, this pat patriotic front or patriot front. I mean, if they don't look like a bunch of FBI people with the flipping, they're all lined up in the khakis and the the navy blue uh, polo shirts and the white mask across their face. I mean, it, it's comical that you can just tell from looking at them that they're a completely fake group that are trying to pretend that they're MAGA supporters. I mean, really? Um, well, it, it is crap. <laughs> In this crowd thing in New York, right, there was this one clip and there is this woman and she's got a mask up to, you know, her nose, up or over her nose. And then, you know, this thing, all you could see was her eyes. And she says, go ahead, go ahead, take a picture of me. Go ahead. All you can see is my eyes. Do you like my eyes? Do you like looking in my eyes? Aren't they beautiful? I mean, it was like, oh, my God, you people are freaking nuts. <laughs> oh, oh. That was the type of people that were in the streets of New York protesting. And and a lot, I mean, they take their clothes off. They do some very weird things. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, oh, gosh. Well, hmm. <laughs> Now, um, Walt, there was a posting in Facebook, and it was on uh, cognizant dissonance. And you said something about the firewall and Anelia Benz. Uh -huh. Do you, do you want to explain that concept? Okay. Uh, let me get out of this here. Okay. Anelia puts it, uh, explain, obviously explains it much better, but in, in short, what it is, it's it's not so much cognitive dissonance. It's, like a, it's more like a program because it's not something that you did uh, deliberately but you it, it's it, it's embedded in you because of the cultural belief systems uh, it just it gets embedded in you so for example uh, let's say you're uh, with a group of people on on and all of a sudden somebody goes into a conversation about a reincarnation for example if you are uh, if you your family is, uh, you know, very dogmatic, very religious, and they're totally 
they are against the idea of, of reincarnation all that uh you whether you whether you're aware of it consciously or not you have got a program embedded in you that says that doesn't accept it so you so you you end up you have this uh physical reaction like uh in 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 rejection to hearing talk about the subject uh you don't like it or you find it you find it very difficult to pay attention to it is like i'll give you an excellent example wait you, wait you know uh, wait yeah Awaya is saying they can't hear walt oh i don't know are we offline again yeah we went offline again okay but l interesting it dropped listeners too now the listeners are coming back this has got to be something with the station i've got to write myself a note here to have derek look into that because this is uh it, it's one thing if <clears throat> the station drops it's another if the station drops everybody derek okay sorry about that then i nothing i can do about it no, I, I was wondering about that if he ever had got it. I know that he's extremely busy. I just I didn't know if the last time it happened, if he was able to get in touch with uh, tech support, because these people are in Europe somewhere, I believe. I'm gonna. I'm, well, you know, normally when you're when somebody's having a problem, other people are having a problem, and they they complain. That's the way I get through life, you know. Mm -hmm. So. Um, but yeah, uh, what can I tell you? I what well, even when we were back on Dave's channel, uh, <clears throat> he would have technical difficulties, and sometimes it would be like it would carry on for a week at a time, and then they go away. Yeah, and then then it would happen again, and, and so had even a real back radio. then we uh, had technical difficulties to deal with. And he was using real radio equipment. Oh, not, yeah. He not was. software. Yep. And that was way back when. 19... It could be the AI targeting us. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> okay, 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 Jan, that was the other thing. Did we finish talking about, what we, yeah, the uh, firewall? Did you finish that, Walt? I didn't even get started because you told me that we lost the uh, the radio. Well, that was Dolly. I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> well, somebody in chat said they couldn't hear Walt. That's why. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Can they hear us now? Well, can you hear us now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Takes 20 seconds for them to hear you say that. And then 20 seconds for them to get it back to us. So, um well, let's okay. go for it. <laughs> well, go for it. <laughs> so, like like I said, um, and you explains how these firewalls behave like a like an installed program. So, what the her instructions are very are very simple. Is that the first thing to do is that she teaches you how to scan yourself. Do you now, mean a firewall in your mind? Is that what you're talking about? Uh, there it. It's difficult. There is no rule that says there has, the firewall has to be in the mind. Sometimes it can be somewhere in the body. Sometimes it can be somewhere in the aura because the aura is huge. Uh, one of the things that people don't uh, understand, people believe 
that our bodies have a soul inside, it's the other way around. The body is actually inside the soul. That's how big it is. So uh, uh, a firewall, depending on, on your upbringing and how you were you know, programmed and conditioned by your elders, a firewall could be anywhere, either inside your body or outside your body, somewhere in your aura. So she teaches you to you focus on the whatever the subject of the firewall is, and you pay attention to where it is, whether in the body, outside the body, around the body, and you allow it to be. Because the, the thing is that whenever you resist something, it gets stronger. So when you en encounter this firewall, you allow it to be, don't question it, don't judge it, don't, don't waste your time analyzer, analyzing it, just allow it to be, and you allow it to expand. Let that, allow that energy to express itself, and it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. It gets so big to the point that it can't hide anywhere. So once it's as big as it can get, you fill that with light, and then it gets it gets transmuted, and then you do it again if it, if it need be. Sometimes once is all it takes to disable it. Sometimes it may take three runs. But the thing is that it's just don't question the energy, don't analyze it, don't no, just let it be, let it express itself. That's how it loses its charge because it can't go anywhere. So it's it's just like like she like she explains it's just uh it's just a piece of software that's why you come you have the situation where you bring up a subject and all of a sudden the person just goes oh and they cover up their ears or they don't or they get this cringe effect or they feel like somebody's squeezing their guts because it's it's not actually them it's actually a program and you you're just not aware that it's a program you think that it's you it's not you it's just like a piece of mental software that's running in the background. But uh, our awareness is capable of detecting it, and once you detect it, you can work on it and disable it. But resistance, trying to push it away, trying to take, turn it off, that's the worst thing you could do because that's what gives the strength. Whenever you fight something, you're actually making it stronger. Resistance is useless. Yep. <laughs> What you resist persists. Exactly. What do you push against something? It pushes back. Jan, what was what were you saying about Musk being the bad guy? Well, it's interesting because there's something come out now, and it wasn't. I don't think it was particularly referenced in that Ben Fulford article, but Matt Taby, um, he put out an article and where did i see it just let me get my thoughts clear basically what's happened is that elon musk has banned substack links on twitter and matt taby he was one of the people who did the reports on the twitter files so basically substack has introduced some kind of platform that is like a notes platform which the the kind of the argument putting but being put forward is elon musk he sees that as a competitor now i can't imagine why what would because 
Um, I mean, Twitter's huge. But we are still seeing a lot of censorship going on on Twitter. And, the, and the, I mean, Matt Taby has now left Twitter and he put a, a note about it on Substack. And to the, this has happened to the extent that Twitter blocks any um, embedded tweets in a Substack article. So... You know, he was kind of set up as, oh, you're, you know, you're saving free speech and everything else. And uh, when he took over Twitter and he did seem to do some, you know, make some changes in terms of censorship and so on. But we're still seeing people being blocked and, you know, censored for certain things for ridiculous reasons. So the question is, is it Elon? I don't know. I mean, Elon is not Elon. <laughs> you know, I was seeing, you know, this is the old Elon. This is the new Elon. Oh, look, his hair's grown back. So, you know, Elon, I think, is a clone or a replacement for the original Elon. Um, you know, on the one hand, he talks about the dangers of AI. On the other hand, He's talking about embedding chips in brains, which supposedly is for people who have, um, you know, brain issues. He's not saying let's put a chip in everybody's brain. It, it, he's suggesting it's for therapeutic reasons. So the question is, are there still people within the Twitter organization that are still working for the deep state um but you know it's like everything there are people saying oh well you know this was just a kind of a a ploy to make it look like he was on the good side when he released all the twitter files but he should have known that james baker who was part of was it um Oh, Perkins Coie, or he was part, oh no, he was part of the FBI or the CIA. And FBI. then, he, yeah, uh, you know, how come he didn't know that James Baker was in there and was able to edit the Twitter files before they were released uh, to be publicized? So, you know, again, there are very mixed messages about this. And I'm kind of reserving judgment until I see more of it. He certainly has. I've, I have never, I have never got my hands on head around this guy, because sometimes I think he's evil incarnate, and sometimes I think, well, maybe not. Maybe he's a good guy. You know, mm. he's very. He over the years he's done contradictory things. Mm. I mean, wasn't he the one that said that you might as well embrace AI because it's going to win in the end, and you might hope that the AI God will be compassionate towards us. Wasn't it him? I don't know. I don't remember. I haven't seen that. Yeah, it was yours. I have, ago. I have a message. Dave is saying Musk is being controlled. So that's why you're seeing a different. You're feeling ah. different messages. Ah. He's being Who's controlled. controlling? Who's controlling him? Oh, I don't can't tell you that. No, white hats. Oh, white good. Hats. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, if Dave's here, can I ask a question? 
old Jan. Dave, Jan wants to ask a question. He's laughing. He says, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this was a conversation I had with a connection on Facebook. And actually, I had him on my show um, when I was doing interviews. It's a guy called MP Grant. And he used to be a high-level security guard for a lot of the you know, celebrities, and he's even done security guard work for Bill Clinton, would you believe? Um, And we were having this conversation on Facebook about, you know, the state of things with, um, you know, the US and Biden and these other countries. And what I was saying was that in, in the US, we, we have Trump as you know a figure that could come in and just wipe this whole deep state out now in the uk we are seeing the same playbook we're seeing you know all the corruption we're seeing the open borders we're seeing this pushing of the covid agenda we've had um this politician Andrew Bridgen who actually was uh, has a constituency not far from where I used to live who is putting all this stuff out about vaccine injuries and he was asking for an inquiry into I think it was you know vaccine damage and basically this I can't remember the position of this woman but she basically stood up and said you're a conspiracy theorist and he got thrown out of the conservative party for saying this now I was saying well at least we have a figure Trump who could come into power and resolve all this and yet we don't seem to have a figure in the UK who would come anywhere near to that. So my question is, do we have somebody in the UK who could be a Trump-like figure? And I wonder, I mean, Boris Johnson looked to be very much like Trump in his approach until he got covid and then he changed completely. Was he taken out? Yeah. And if so, do we have an alternative who could really take, I, take I think over? I think, I think Prince Harry. Prince Harry. He he's the Trump. He's a Trumper. Prince Harry, isn't he the? Are you guys there? No. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm just kind of flabbergasted about you saying Prince Harry. But I was kidding. I was kidding. I was going to say. <laughs> so, all I got yeah. silence. I'm going like, I've got jokes <laughs> all flat, but this one, did. is anybody on the line? Uh, oh, I I'm wasn't serious. sure if you were serious or not. But I was hoping Dave might have an answer, actually. Okay, now let me answer it, okay? This is going to be longer than what I anticipated. <clears throat> Trump... A lot of people are going to object to what I say. What I'm saying from whenever I say messages that I receive from Dave, who has crossed over, uh, I give what he says to me. Mm-hmm. So please do not kill the messenger. <laughs> um, he's saying that at this point in time, there is someone 
like like an aide to t- Trump. Uh, they 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 work together, but but you're not going to see until the time is right. But this guy, this person, is being groomed, and and it's not just in England. They've got people all over the world in different countries who are taking a back seat right now, but it's not time for them to come out. Trump is in the... the, the uh, Spotlight. Thank you. Uh, and that is because Trump is showing not just America, but the world that there is evil in the world. And he is showing people that this war that we're fighting is and has been uh, the war between good and evil. Um, And so at this point in time, you're going to be seeing and hearing about Trump this, Trump that, Trump, Trump, Trump. Anything goes bad, it's Trump's fault. I th- I do that too. <laughs> Mom, did you leave this here? Oh no, that was Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> but anyway, back to Dave. <laughs> he says, "Shame on you, darling." <laughs> <laughs> He's laughing. Um. So we uh, we are. Um, becoming more aware, and he does not want to use the word woke because when anybody uses that word woke, you can just associate it with evil. Yeah, awake is a better word. Uh, Or aware. Mm -hmm. He wants to use the word aware. Mm -hmm. And um, he says, those who are aware, those who are becoming aware, because this last thing with Trump being arrested a lot of people have fallen over to the right side of the fence. They were sitting on the fence, teetering back and forth, and they have fallen to the right side of the fence. And they are becoming aware, and some of the people uh, are just in a state of shock at this time. That's why we have to stay strong. And uh, we will be learning new things also. But we are in a better position because we have been aware for a long time now and we become we learn new things as we go through through the uh, experiences we're experiencing and it's good that we share them continue to share your experiences uh, and there's people that It's it's made them stop and think, what have I been living in? What is going on 
why am I feeling like I shouldn't be thinking the thoughts I'm thinking? So they are becoming to the point where they will hopefully become more aware and accepting. Um, And then, of course, there's the ostriches who insist on uh, burying their head in the sand. And they are not going to change. And and he wants to emphasize to us, to all of us who are in the aware position, um, don't beat yourself up. If you can't talk with a friend or a family member or somebody who you just run into in a situation where there's a discussion going and they are not in the aware position, don't think you're going to change their mind. It's Mm -hmm. not your job anymore. It was, but it's not your job anymore. Your jobs now are to be here, to keep talking. Uh, uh, You're going to be getting criticized more because of the ones who are in the position where they're becoming aware, and but yet they don't want to accept it. So we're going to be the ones who they take the blame out on. Um, so stay strong. Just if, if somebody starts attacking you, walk away. <laughs> you don't even need to say anything. Just turn your back on them and walk away. Let the angels or whomever is going to take care of this person or people, let them take over at that point. Don't put yourself in a position uh, to be beat up upon because you don't deserve it. And that's why the other beings are here to to help us as we're trying to help others. Uh, he says, love is the key. Remember, love is the key. The evil people cannot handle love. They can't. So the saying, killing them sweetly with kindness is true. Uh, So back to the people that are they're fighting that Jan asked about are there other people like Dave in other countries? Yes. They are not visible to the public at this time. Some of them are starting to become uh, more visible um, but it's not the right time for that to happen. Right now Trump is the guy that uh, needs to be out there so everybody can say, oh, it's Trump's fault. <laughs> and and uh, So in other Trump- words, he's kind of being the focal point. He's, he's taking the slings and arrows for everything related to taking down the deep state. But there are a lot of sleepers, in effect, in the different countries that are ready to step up at the absolute right time. Yes, exactly. I like it. Hey, what about this? You know, we talk about uh, JFK Jr. 
being alive. He could be on the ticket with Trump and go against his uncle, <laughs> the Democratic side. <laughs> Wouldn't that be weird? Dave says, you know I can't go there, but he's laughing about it. He's <laughs> laughing. He thinks it's funny. <laughs> uh, well, that would that would just throw, I mean, that would throw the crazy book of reading into the atmosphere of, yes, and then we did this. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh. <laughs> well, you have to have a sense of humor. If you don't have the sense of humor, you oh, know, yeah. it, it, oh, you can't get through this stuff. He wants to let us know again that we are doing tremendous job. We really are. Uh, we're coming to a point, though, <clears throat> excuse me, where we're going to start to feel like we're getting beat up. Well, we are. And we're going to get more beat up. But just put on the armor of God. Hold your head high. And go forth. And actually, I look at it as what what um, what Walt was saying earlier about the aura. I've got the shield around me, and it it's a bit like you know the shield shields up on on the Starship Enterprise, you know, and the missiles can't get through. That's what I consider is around me. <laughs> it's like yep. shields up, you know. He it says just, whatever works for you, like Jan is saying, whatever works for you, do it. Mm -hmm. And, of course, we are being watched over. Oh, yes. And protected. And I got to sneeze. Hold on. Bless you. Bless you. It, it wouldn't even come out. It just got right to the edge of my nose. and went. That's such a nasty thing. Yes, it is. <laughs> You're ready but, to uh, sneeze. Torture. Can't. Yes. Torture. So I always look to the light, and it usually brings the sneeze out, but it didn't this time. Um. So that's the message from Dave tonight. Uh. And he says, "Remember, don't pick on the messenger, <laughs> me." <laughs> Actually, you know, I think that was a really useful message because I don't think there's anything there to object to in terms of what you were saying about Trump. I mean, bless his heart, you know, he's he's put himself out there as a target for all of this. And, you know, if he ends up not being the one that takes it forward, shit, he's done so much in the last seven years. He deserves a flipping rest. You know, somebody else is able to take up the baton and carry it forward. I would say, Trump, you deserve to just step back and go back to a really good, comfortable life. You've worked wonders in the last seven years. You've you know, you've you've really brought out the warrior spirit in people. Also, That's what he's this, done. This is this is for all those that we cannot see that, according to Dolly, are being groomed to be uh, like Trump, uh, doing the same role as Trump. It's good experience that uh, 
see what happened that uh, people are standing up for Trump. That's, yes. that's, that's very good for them to know that whatever they're training for is not going to be a lost cause. You know, there there's good re- response to this. So that that's excellent. Like, for example, the, the, the police force standing up in resistance. That's great. You know, that's that's what we were waiting to see. Resist okay, let me carry on with Dave, okay? We're running uh-huh. out of time. Oh, I broke in and here I can't remember. Oh, like we say, we are here to do our mission. Trump is here doing his mission, and he's doing a good job of it. So uh, stay strong, like Trump is staying strong. He's a good example in staying strong through all this persecution he's going through. Uh, So remember, that's his mission. Don't get upset like I did the other day about how he's being beat up on. Uh, It's his job for now. That's why he came. And he says, uh, do like Dolly says, send out the love blankets with love in it and for each individual, whatever else they need, and include every living being and creature on the earth because uh, the bad, evil cannot handle love. And he's done. Thank you so much, uh, Nan- Nancy, <laughs> Dolly, for sharing that. See, I was David. right that uh, I was right that Dolly is a sheriff. See, Dave was showing her a picture when she was a warrior. So that that I was right. You know, mm. Dolly is a sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just look at myself as me. I'm sorry, what? I said, don't tell her kids that. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> or maybe we should. Have a little respect. She's a sheriff. <laughs> so we got a couple minutes here. Anybody want to say some past thought, Jan? Oh, maybe? I got good news. Oh, okay. oh, I think that's fantastic yeah. news, you know, because I, c- I can understand that that strategy of, key, you know, Trump's in the limelight. He's taking all the flack and taking people's attention on what's going on around the world, you know, because then the people that are ready to step up are able to do that without them all being attacked themselves. No, I think it's fabulous. I think it's great news. Annette and I had doctor appointments this week, yesterday. Um, This is the first time I've been there since January 15 to tell the doctor I have no more chest pain. He walked in the the rooms. I'm so sorry, Ms. Howard. You're going to have this pain the rest of your life. And I'm saying, no, wait, Doc, wait. Wait, I got something to tell you. And I told him, and he sat down kind of heavy, and he said, you don't? (laughs) So we discussed this and how good Nett's doing. And before he walked out the door, he says, I wish I could take a claim for you not having pain. I said, oh, you can claim it. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm doing better, y'all. Fabulous. We are. Okay, well, you want to say good afternoon or night or wherever everybody is? Well, thank you for being here with us this fine day. So please, we'll see you later. Take care. And I appreciate you all being with us. Um, 
let's see, what's today? Today is Saturday, so we'll be live on Tuesday. And Derek took a trip to Las Vegas. It's going to be fun for the Shungite show. That's at noontime. And Walt will be there with us, hopefully. Be safe, everybody. Be blessed. See you next time. Bye, everybody. Say what? Say what radio show? With no agenda. It's always a surprise. But if we're not having fun, we're doing something wrong.